The Lessons Learned for Vets podcast is proud to be brought to you by AFMA, the American Armed Forces Mutual Aid Association. Established in 1879, they are the longest standing nonprofit association empowering military families with affordable financial solutions for generations. Offering life insurance, wealth management, mortgages, survivor assistance, and other benefits, AFMA is here to support you through every stage of life. AFMA is dedicated to helping service members be financially and logistically ready for life after the military. To support you in this process, AFMA would like to offer you their free downloadable transition timeline, a step-by-step guide to help you create a comprehensive military transition plan. Let AFMA help you get ready for your next step by visiting afma.com backslash LL4V. That's A-A-F-M-A-A.com slash LL, the number four, V or clicking the link in the show notes. Welcome to the Lessons Learned for Vets podcast, your military transition debrief from the veteran mentors who've gone before you. My name is Lori Norris, and I've been teaching veterans how to successfully navigate their military transition since 2005. I'm a civilian who speaks the language of all branches of the U.S. military, and I'm on a mission to educate veterans in the job search marketing process. This podcast shares the military transition hot washes and after action reports of your fellow veterans to smooth your own path out of the military. I'm finding that everything takes longer than we think it does, right? Um, Especially if you're doing something new and unfamiliar. So make sure the time that you're setting aside for what you want to do is realistic so you can accomplish what you want to accomplish in that time block you set aside and that you're not asking for too much to happen in a short amount of time. I kind of did that. I I will tell you that I wanted to have my goal completed by mid-October. And it's just not possible for all of the things that I have going on in my business, my personal life, and some of the the demands on my time and my personal life. Um, And the fact that I want this product that I'm creating to be amazing because it's for all of you. And I want to make sure it supports you in the best way possible. Well, hello, everybody. It's Lori Norris. I am just jumping in here today for a quick solo episode, and I am here to talk to you about what to do when you have big, hairy, scary goals, and you are struggling to make those happen. And I'm going to talk to you about that because I'm living that right now. We'll call it live it that dream. I don't know. Living that nightmare. We'll see how it goes, right? So, you may or may not have heard of the concept of eating the frog, right? So that is all about tackling like your most or your your most challenging or your most important task first thing in the morning or really just doing it rather than procrastinating it or delaying it. And so it really kind of the concept comes from a quote that was attributed to Mark Twain that said, if the first thing you do each morning is to eat a live frog, you can go through the day with the satisfaction of knowing that it's probably the worst thing that's going to happen to you all day long. And so I think that I don't know about that starting off your day with the worst possible thing, but it's all about stopping your procrastination. Stop doing and avoiding the things 
that you don't want to do. And so I think it's important to start thinking about prioritizing tasks based on their importance or their level of difficulty. And have you ever noticed, I don't know about you, but this is something that I do, is when something is overwhelming to me, it feels larger than I have the capacity to do. I put it off. I'm like, oh, I'll think about that later. I'll think about that later. So I'm working on, I've, th- I've talked about it here, and we'll talk about it again in more detail at the end of the episode, but I'm working on this program that requires me to basically build a program from scratch. A lot of technology, a lot of complicated moving parts, and Honestly, it's intimidating. And uh, so I, this is my frog. You can look at more about my frog later. But I want you to think about, like, what is your frog? What is that thing that you're avoiding? What is that task that you are procrastinating or stalling or waiting to tackle? Is it writing your resume? Is it finding your post-military focus? Is it networking? Is it reaching out to strangers and and talking to people you don't know? Uh, Is it going to your first career fair? Is it getting that LinkedIn profile built and getting active on LinkedIn? So the first thing I want you to do is like really identify like, do you have a frog? (laughs) Is there something that you are avoiding? And so by avoiding it, you are procrastinating. You're stalling. You're saving that for a later date. And it will want you to get to the point where it's too late, right? Um, and so you may be experiencing decision fatigue with your procrastination, right? So that's kind of like decision fatigue is based on the thought that our willpower and our decision-making abilities are finite, right? They're limited and they can become depleted as time goes on. Even if a day goes on, like... I've made so many decisions. I remember when we were building the house that we're living in now, and we had to pick everything, right? Our tile, our counters, our paint colors, the exterior colors. Like there was like the door handles for heaven's sakes. And I had made so many decisions in like a four hour period that I was at the point where I don't even care. Just give me purple doors. I don't care. And uh, so we had to stop that day. And then luckily, those people are trained to recognize that. And they're like, okay, I think it's time that we come back and we'll review these decisions another day. And I'm so glad that we did that. We took that pause and we came back and we reviewed our decisions and then kind of started anew because we made some changes that day, that second day, because I was just so done making decisions and I know there are so many decisions that you have to make in the military transition process and it can be really overwhelming and so think about like what is your daily frog right what is that task that you need to tackle early before you get tired of making those decisions before you have you know, kind of depleted your ability to tackle big things, right? So, you know, the whole concept of like eating the frog comes from, you know, like starting the day off on a positive note, like accomplishing something big. And, you know, I think it's, you know, when you accomplish those challenging tasks earlier in the day, it boosts your confidence. It motivates you to keep going. 
it sets the stage for productivity to continue. And so, you know, research shows us that accomplishing tasks early in the day leads to a sense of accomplishment and well-being. It's about that, you know, that dopamine hit, if you will, that you get that satisfaction of accomplishment. And, you know, procrastination, on the other hand, often involves avoiding negative emotions that are associated with those difficult tasks. For me, uh, I know exactly what I want to work on. But when I think about how big it is that I, all the things I need to do, it gets overwhelming to me. And so, you know, you've heard like, how do you eat an elephant, you know, one bite at a time? Why are we eating animals in this segment? I don't know, but we're eating frogs, we're eating elephants, but it's really about one bite at a time. So I I started researching this concept of procrastination and tackling really big and hairy goals and um, and thinking about like, how could I move myself forward, but also help you to move yourself forward if there's some things that you're putting off as well out there. So I think we want to break it into those smaller, more manageable steps that really gives us that, you know, it aligns with that psychological principle of taking things and making them not seem quite so big and overwhelming, right? So we want to reinforce that habit of progress. I had somebody once tell me that overwhelm and action can't really live in the same place. And so when you're moving forward, you're moving toward a goal, you're taking positive steps, even if they're small steps, you're taking steps forward. And it's not, it's much harder for you to sit there and feel overwhelmed in that situation because you are taking action. So how do we do it? Well, Again, this all comes from my research of trying to get myself uh, on the right track. And I thought I was going to, I decided to share it with all of you. So I thought maybe it could help you as well. So we're going to start with prioritizing, right? First, we have to remember that not all tasks are equally important. So, you know, I think the first priority in the military transition is, right? Is like, is, you know, figuring out your focus. And so, while figuring out your focus is your biggest, most important task, you might also say, but I need a LinkedIn and I need a resume and I need to interview prep. And, you know, a lot of my theory is those are all premature until you find your focus. So I feel like that finding your focus and determining what you want to do and researching careers and, and making that decision of the direction you want to go. And even if it's a plan A, plan B, plan C, at least you know the direction you're going until everything else can follow. But that is a huge frog that many people don't want to eat. So you've got to figure out the prioritization and figuring out what deserves that label of frog, right? So that is your most challenging and most important task. Those are the frog tasks, right? And so, again, think about how things will fall into place after you finish that one most challenging, most difficult task, okay? So that second step is so we've prioritized what we need to do and then we want to set clear goals. You've probably heard of SMART goals, but SMART is an acronym for specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, or I'm sorry, not realistic, reaching, well, you, you know, it could actually be realistic or reaching. You could really substitute either are and timely. 
so specific, you know, uh, I want a job. <laughs> That's not very specific, is it? And so we want to say, I want a management position in the aviation component production industry. That's specific, right? Measurable. So we want to, uh, we want to put a measurable, like, I will know I've accomplished this when I have this, right? So I want a job in the aviation component ma manufacturing industry, and I want to have that role pay me X amount of dollars, and I want to, and so that's kind of your, your measurable, right? Um, then we've got the attainable, right? So uh, is, it, is it something that we can achieve? Is it possible, right? So if I say, I want to be a doctor by tomorrow and I've not gone to medical school, that's not really an attainable goal. It's not realistic, right? Um, and so that kind of goes in that R of being realistic. So we want our goal to be something we can achieve. But then the other end of the R is make it be reaching. So are you challenging yourself or are you just, setting your too low of a bar. So make sure your goal is reaching and it's realistic. That's the R and the T is timely. So do you have a timeline for that goal? When, by when do you want to achieve that goal? So it's important to put clear, specific and achievable goals. And I recommend that you do that for every single day. And so that Having that clarity helps you identify where are my frogs for each day, and it ensures that you're not wasting time on tasks that aren't meaningful, right? So think about those SMART goals. The third step is blocking your time, and really think about like allocating specific time slots for specific tasks. Now, you've probably heard that job searching is a full-time job, and it's not, it, it's not something that people just say. It's really true. So you have to have time allocated and dedicated to moving yourself forward in the military transition process. And we all know that military transition is so much more than finding a job, but that's a huge weight off your shoulders when you do land that position. And then you can focus on all of the other things because you know, okay, I'm going to be still earning money. I'm going to be able to still get that roof over my head, feed my family, whatever it is, <laughs> pay for my, my car, or whatever it is that is important to you. Um, and so kind of knowing that you're allocating time. So you want to be as organized as possible and create that time block schedule and set it aside on your calendar. And so every week I look at, okay, what's my production schedule like in terms of you know, meeting my clients' needs, and when am I going to set aside the time to work on my big frog goal and my what I'm working on now? Okay, so set those realistic time limits, and I'm finding that everything takes longer than we think it does, right? Um, especially if you're doing something new and unfamiliar. So make sure the time that you're setting aside for what you want to do is realistic so you can accomplish what you want to accomplish in that time block you set aside and that you're not asking for too much to happen in a short amount of time. I kind of did that. I, I will tell you that I wanted to have my goal completed by mid-October and it's just not possible 
for all of the things that I have going on in my business, my personal life, and some of the, the demands on my time in my personal life, um, and the fact that I want this product that I'm creating to be amazing because it's for all of you, and I want to make sure it supports you in the best way possible. Um, the next step is to set up accountability and to, a way to track your progress. So, you know, this is a way that you can keep consistency. Um, I have a couple of different accountability groups that I'm working with. People that check in on me and they're like, hey, are you doing what you're supposed to be doing? Are you, have you accomplished this and this that you said you were going to have accomplished by now? So it's holding yourself accountable. It's sharing your goals with a friend maybe a productivity app, what, you know, project management software, whatever it is. But somebody that can, you know, check in on you and ask, have you gotten done what you said you were going to get done, that will hold you accountable, kind of hold your feet to the fire a little bit, right? But also reinforce your habits and most importantly, celebrate your victories with you. So you need somebody like that in your group, in your tribe, that is going to celebrate your victories with you. Like I just, um, I have someone that I'm working with and I've been following his progress as he's been looking for a job. And he just emailed me the other day about his, uh, his offer that he just got. And I helped him negotiate like $11,000 more in salary. I guided him through that process. And it's just like I, I, having that cheerleader that's just behind you and supporting you and encouraging you, but also saying, hey, why aren't you doing what you said you were going to do? Um, I think that's really important. And so find who that's going to be for you and and get that accountability and really monitor your progress. Because it's really easy for us to look back and or, or to sit there and say, I haven't done, done anything. But when you truly look back, you're like, oh, well, if I think about where I started versus where I am today... Like, I really have made progress, but we get mired down in the details and and the length of our to-do list and what's still to come, and we feel like we aren't making enough progress. And so if you can just, again, get that really difficult task out of the way first, eat that frog, as they say, and then you move forward, okay? And the last one is really just adapting and adjusting, right? Because things are going to happen. Like, there will be days when unexpected challenges come up. Like, the other day, I got called for jury duty. Couldn't do anything about it. I had postponed it as long as I could. And um, and so I had to go to jury duty. And I had to go and spend my day sitting in a courtroom. Um, and so, again, it's one of those things where life is going to happen, right? So um, I've talked a little bit about my mom living with me and has had some health challenges and so there are days where I have to stop doing what I'm doing and support her and I wouldn't have it any other way and but I've got to really give myself you know the, the grace if you will to say okay I did the best I could today I accomplished something I moved forward in some small way um but you got to be willing to be flexible you got to adapt but still like maintain that focus that, you know, addressing those important tasks as early on in the process as possible. And just make sure you're taking action and then consistently applying like the strategies that we've talked about. So 
if you are struggling, if you are putting off important things, if you are procrastinating stuff that you know you need to work on, I hope this episode will help you. Honestly, I really did all this research for myself to help me get myself on track. But as I was thinking about it and looking into it, I decided it might just help one of you as well. And then I want to share with you what I'm doing. And I have, I've alluded to it over the last few weeks. If you're a regular listener, you've heard me talk about this, but what is my frog? Well, my frog, I have been staring at it on the plate. I'm being honest with you. I've been staring at it on my plate for about six to seven years. And I have put it off and procrastinated it and not or not focused on it. And I'll tell you that in the last month alone, I have achieved more in the last month by really focusing on like the hardest part of this process and getting it out of the way so that I can do the little details later. I have accomplished more in the last month than I have all of the last six to seven years combined. And and it's very gratifying. It's very exciting, right? But my frog is I have been wanting to create a resume writing course for transitioning service members. I truly believe that no one is teaching our military service members how to effectively market themselves. And though I own a resume writing business and I can support veterans and I write a really killer resume, let me tell you, like I understand how to translate military skills like nobody's business. But I'm only one person and I only have so much capacity. And I know it's not an inexpensive process. Um, And so my goal has always been to impact veterans on a larger scale and create a comprehensive resume course that starts from like, what do I want to be when I grow up, right? What's my focus? How do I do research on an industry? How do I assess myself to know where I want to go? We start all the way with focus. We go all the way through that salary negotiation process. I will teach you what I taught that veteran I just told you about that got an $11,000 bump in pay because I taught him how to negotiate that salary process. So it's going to be a very comprehensive course. It's going to be self-paced, but there will be a one-on-one, like, not a one-on-one, I'm sorry, a Q&A process where you can come in and ask your questions. We'll have those, whether you can attend live or uh, they'll be recorded so you can watch those if you can attend live. And then there will be some one-on-one support at the end when we finish the course. And I expect for you to come in and literally transform your self-marketing process. And not only will it transform your resume, it's going to help you learn to think about yourself in a new way. It's going to to take that pressure and stress off of your shoulders for like the resume, right? And I know there are free resume services out there, but even if you're starting with one of those free, I'm going to teach you how to make it yours. How to learn to market you and your unique value. And so I just wanted to tell you about that. Tell you that I'm out here eating frogs. And see if my research into this process could help you. If you want to jump on board and join in and help me, help hold me accountable. If you're interested in maybe joining the waitlist and being part of this program when it does launch, because I'm telling you it's taken longer than I thought, but I 
still want it out by the end of this year, um, you can join the waitlist by going to www.nextforvets.com backslash resume. And that will get you um, the, the page that'll tell you a little bit more about the program, the little sneak peek into the program, and you can join the waitlist. And I'll keep you informed on how it's going. And you can hold me accountable. You can cheer me on. And you can join in if that's something that is of interest to you. So once again, I appreciate you listening to me. And being a loyal listener of the show, I hope that uh, this has been helpful to you. And even if you aren't interested in joining in the program, hopefully... This has given you some things to think about as you're eating your own frogs. Have a great week. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Lessons Learned for Vets podcast. If you learned just one lesson today that you believe can help you in your military transition, then I've done my job. Please don't keep this podcast a secret. Share it with as many of your active duty service member friends and transitioning veterans who may be struggling with that process as possible. Please subscribe to the podcast, leave us a review, and join our YouTube channel so you don't miss any lessons that we share.